Welcome to the Normalizing Millions podcast. I'm a mama of two little girls, owner of a seven-figure and growing coaching company, and I'm your host, Taylor Lee. My mission is to normalize women making millions from work that feels absolutely effortless. Your work changes lives, and with my help getting it into the hands of more people, your life can radically change too. Just don't blink, because with the right tools and advice, all of which me and my incredible guests will share with you in each and every episode, it can change fast. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Okay, you guys, welcome back to another episode of Normalizing Millions. We have a hot topic today. I want to talk to you guys about my opinion and my thoughts on selling with your revenue, selling with financial numbers, or your revenue, like the amount you make a month or a year in your business, being your biggest selling point, like being the thing that you sell. And I think this is kind of a hot topic because I feel like there's a lot of people on one side of this argument of like, yes, like I'm going to shout how much I make from the rooftops. And that is why people buy from me and kind of like, you know, I make 100K months and you should be in my mastermind to be in my energy and to rise up to this level of financial abundance. And then there's people on this other side that are like, hell no, like totally against it. Don't even want to hear about how much money you make. It doesn't matter. It's not about the money. And they use like no money in their marketing. And they these people tend to really sell a skill set. Now, this episode is really a conversation around business coaches, um, business coaches, money coaches, mindset coaches, marketing coaches, like in that essentially you kind of fall under business. You help people make money because like a health coach, a relationship coach, like life coach, you're usually not going to be talking about money. And of course that's not going to be your biggest selling point. Um, but I do want to say that even if you're not a business coach, this can be a really interesting episode for you in terms of who you're buying from and what you're buying, um, if it resonates, you know, and I think to each their own. And I think what you'll notice too, as I explain my stance and my opinion on this is I think I fall in the middle and I, I'm really good at this. I've seen both sides and I think I've fallen in, well, <laughs> I don't know if I've fallen in the extreme of like no number. So I think I fall in the middle. Um, and if anything, maybe I've fallen into the first side, but I did not see the results or the fulfillment from that, that I thought I would. So that's what I'm going to talk to you guys about. So when I first started my business, I did not have financial results to share. Some of you may have heard my story. I have other episodes on the podcast that share my story more in depth, but what I'll tell you is when I started coaching, well, we'll start even, I'll keep this brief, but we'll start even earlier than that. When I started an online business, working for myself online, I was freelancing. I was on freelance job boards and I was super cheap. I was like seven to $8 an hour. And I was doing things for people like formatting their like newsletters, um, which I taught myself how to do. I was like scheduling their tweets (laughs) and their Facebook posts in like Hootsuite um, or Buffer, like programs like that where you can schedule your social media posts. I wasn't writing the posts. 
I wasn't strategizing. I wasn't graphic designing. I was just taking what was put in a Google Doc or an Excel sheet or whatever and scheduling it to go out. So I was doing very basic services that I was able to teach myself on YouTube for a very low amount of money. And I did done for you for about a year and a half to two years. And over that time, I started naturally learning more. I was taking courses and programs. I was also in school for marketing and advertising. So I was was learning Photoshop and InDesign and all the Adobe programs. And my clients who really liked me and also liked that I was cheap (laughs) were teaching me skill sets. So by, by about a year and a half in, I was charging $300 an hour and I was running Facebook ads for clients. I was creating their webinar strategy. I was creating their funnels, writing their emails, um, strategizing their social media, making the graphics. I was doing everything and I was even strategizing it, but I wasn't charging for the strategy. So that was an interesting thing, at least back then. I don't know about now about freelancers and done for you is you charge like based on the hour and you charge while you're working, but you don't really charge for phone calls. So I would talk to clients sometimes for an hour or two on Skype and not charge. I don't know why (laughs) it makes no sense, but eventually I had a client who was a coach. She was actually more of a course creator, but she was in the coaching space and her Facebook group had a lot of coaches and I found the coaching industry and I was like, this is it. Like, this is what's going to be fulfilling for me. This is going to be easier for me. This is where my real skill sets are going to shine. And this is where I can finally charge for those freaking long one to two hour phone calls. So I started coaching. And when I started coaching, I had amazing results that these clients have had, but I was in mostly all non-disclosures. I was also a little nervous to share their results. Um... It just, that wasn't, I wasn't collecting those testimonials. I didn't have permission. I was a little too nervous to ask for them. And most of my clients, especially the big ones, were in non-disclosures. So I did not market to money. And I had only made about like, I think my biggest month ever was like $3,000 a month, which is amazing. Um, And I was averaging about 2K a month. And so I just, I was like, I can't, like all these other people are talking about 5K months and 10K months. I'm like, I can't, I didn't have financial results to speak to. So I built my business to nearly six figures in under a year, um, not marketing to money. I was marketing skill sets. My tagline was, I help you turn your offline expertise into an online business. Cause that's what I was doing with all my done for you clients. They're like, I have a local business or I do this in corporate or whatever. And their issue was they needed someone to do the techie things that were annoying for them to do. And I always use the phrase, like, I will help you with all the tech and the tools and the like skills that will make you not want to throw your computer out the window. And that's what I did. And so I sold all skill set. I taught people how to grow their email list, how to set up their email list, how to um, create their first freebie, how to host their first webinar, how to write social media posts, how to get visibility in Facebook groups, how to use hashtags, um, how to go live, like all the things I knew how to do. And I hardly, 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 hardly ever talked about money. The only way I was talking about money was like getting clients, making money in your online business, getting your online business off the ground. Like there was no actual financial numbers and there was definitely not any shiny numbers. And 
there was a slow start, but I don't think the slow start was because of that. I think the slow start was because I was new. I was insecure. I wasn't confident. I had all these mindset blocks. I had a lot to work through and I was completely transitioning my business. And I was also still doing the done for you. I just wasn't marketing it. So I still had a full client load of clients and yeah, I just, I think that it took some time. And then eventually my clients started get my coaching clients started getting great results and giving me testimonials and having celebrations. And my revenue was growing. Once I started getting coaching clients, now I was making 8K months. And then I had a 20K month. And then my clients started having 10K months, 12K months, 20K months. And I did start talking about revenue because why wouldn't you? But I will say, I still talked about skill set. It was still always about the skill set. It was still that I taught mindset. I taught social media. I taught audience growth. I taught sales. I taught content events. Like it was always about the skill set. Now, in some ways, I I can find points, especially when I started hitting um, six figure months in my million dollar year, where I think I got a little sucked into that type of marketing. Some of you who've been with me might be like, no, you got sucked into it a lot, Taylor. And some of you might be like, I loved it, whatever. Like everyone has just a different stance. But I will tell you that it, even though the numbers were bigger, I had momentum behind me. I had a much larger audience. I had more reoccurring revenue. It felt harder to sign clients, especially high ticket clients at a certain point after crossing a million And my revenue started kind of dipping a little bit and getting shakier. And it just felt way harder to sustain where I was at. And of course, part of me mindset wise is like, okay, this is proof. This is a fluke. I can't do it. I was pregnant with my second baby. I had just moved. My husband just quit his job. Um, And I was like, oh God. And finally, in hindsight, I realized that I started talking way less about the skill set. People saw that I was doing amazing. They saw I was making great money, but they couldn't understand how. And they couldn't, they weren't confident that what I was going to teach them was what they needed to learn. They weren't confident that what I was going to teach them was what they wanted to learn. And so, of course, people were still buying. I mean, I've even bought from coaches. Sometimes it's like, I have to buy from this coach because she makes such great money. She's where I want to be. And I can't, I don't even understand how. So I pay to learn the how. And of course, that's what we do. But there's this, there's a realization I've had is it becomes easier to make the sale and for people to feel confident buying from you when they understand the result you bring to the table, which might be six figures, seven figures. It might be a financial amount. It might be um, not wanting to throw their computer out the window. It might be having everything in place for their online business. It might be starting to sign clients, like whatever. But they can understand your process. They can understand how you're doing it. They under they understand that what you're going to tell them to do is the way they want to do it. And so um, I've changed that. And I will say I've always had my courses based on skill set. I mean, mostly. I my first course that I really went big with was about going to six figures, but it was very clear the modules were skill sets. And that was always a big part of it. And there was always a process that I was marketing. And then I split that course up into different courses. So it was like, okay, now instead of having it all in one, I'm going to have one on energetics, one on money, 
one on the social media and content, one on the sales piece, because I wanted to go deeper with everything and help people really, really master it. And what was amazing about doing that with my courses was I was signing clients who were brand new into my courses, but I was also signing clients who were already making 20K, 30K, 50K, 100K months into my courses, even before I was making that much money. Why? And not because the money was a secret. Like, I don't want you to not talk about your revenue because you're ashamed of it. Like, oh, if anybody knew I only made this much, they'd never buy from me. That's a lie. That's not true. Where you're at is someone else's dream. But the thing is, is like, let's say I was making 20K months and I have transparent sales, how to make high ticket 10K plus sales without sales calls. And you make 100K a month, five times more than me, but you do it with sales calls. You have multiple sales calls a day. You have this huge leads list that you're following up with. You're all up in people's DMs and you just don't like the way you're selling. You would buy my course because it's not about revenue. It's about a skill set. And sure, you make more money than me, but if you don't like the way you're making it, you might want to learn how I'm doing it and try to apply some of that. And I've had a lot of people do that in my courses. Now, I've had a harder time with this, you guys, with my masterminds in private coaching, because I do find that people want to be in a space with people, quote, at their level. And I've completely taken this out of my mastermind. It's been so uncomfortable. And honestly, we have people in my mastermind who are making their first few sales, they make a couple thousand dollars a month. They're new. And I have people in my mastermind that have made 250K a year, 300K a year, 500K a year. And it's uncomfortable because I've always marketed my high ticket for a certain income level. But the God's honest truth that I've realized is it's not really different. Now, when you make a higher amount of money, what's probably going to be different is some of the mindset stuff that comes up is going to be unrelatable to someone who's newer. Some of it, not all of it, not most of it, some of it. And you're going to have um, higher level. I don't even, you guys, I don't even want to use that terminology anymore because that's not, you're just going to have different problems. So like someone who makes 500K a year still wants to learn skill sets. They still want to learn about sales. They still want to learn about content. They still want to learn about mindset. They still want to learn about all this stuff. Even though they may be arguably better at it than you, making $0 a year or or $100,000 a year because they've been doing it longer, they've had more practice, maybe they're just naturally better at it. Maybe it just came more natural to them. Maybe they've invested more into that area and they've grown more. They still want to learn about those things because at the end of the day, they still want to make more money. And there's going to be some different issues. Like the person that's at 500K a year is going to have more refund requests, more uncomfortable client conversations, more boundaries that come up that they want to set that they haven't set before, more team things that they're going to have to move through that someone at six figures has not really experienced yet, or they're experiencing it once or twice a year instead of once or twice a month or a quarter, depending on your client load, right? More people... This sounds like such a terrible mindset. More people, more problems. But like statistically, yes. So there is a difference, but there's not. And what I've really found is that I just, I do think if we're talking in terms of embodiment and mindset, like empowered mindset and even ambition, I do think that there can be a difference in someone who makes 500K a year versus 100K or zero. 
And maybe that's the reason that the person makes less money. They're not embodied. They're not working on their mindset. They're not putting in the work, but that's not always the case. Sometimes it's literally just a timeline thing. They're newer. Duh. Or maybe they're not newer. Maybe the person who's making six figures a year who has been at this for seven years, and the person who's making 500K has been at it for two years. And it's not, it's not that they're newer. It's just that they're, I don't know, it's just a timeline thing. It's just a timeline thing. Everyone is on their own perfect divine timeline. And I stand for that with my clients. And so we don't really have an issue in the mastermind of like, oh, these people are weighing the mastermind down and they're, 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 they're like ruining the energy because they're not disempowered. You know, like that can be an issue in masterminds. And I think that's a very common issue in masterminds, but that's why your marketing matters. I want to market to empowered women, high level women, but high level does not mean money. And I will tell you, I have had clients who make great money and, or have a lot of money in their bank account who were pains in the butt to work with. They were disempowered. They had all kinds of mindset issues coming up. They just, they weren't coachable. They weren't open. And maybe at a point they were, and that's probably where the, why they are where they are. But we all have our moment, okay? And they were having their moment. And so that's why it's so important for me right now. It's like, I don't care how much money you make. I don't think I'm better than you. I don't think my clients who make more money than you are better than you. I don't think they're higher level. I care that you prioritize your empowerment and your embodiment. I care that you're ambitious. I care that you have the goal in mind. I care that you're willing to do the work. I care that you're open and you're coachable. I care that you care about the space and that you let yourself take up space at the same time and be supported and be heard. But even when you're bringing something to the table that's uncomfortable and could be low vibe, bring it but bring it in the sense of I'm here to be supported and release this and move through it because the woman who makes $0 a year will have those same moments as the woman who makes a million dollars a year. And that's like the law. And oh my God, I think that's such a huge issue right now in our industry is a lot of the women, I don't think it's, I, I don't, okay. I have so much to say. I think that on one hand, You don't, what I want you to know is that you might not realize that it is going to be so much easier to sell when you sell based on skill sets and not your revenue. However, I share my revenue. I will keep sharing my revenue. I want to keep sharing my revenue. I like what other people share their revenue. So I don't think we should hide that. And I don't think, I don't think we should hide it. I think we should share it, but I think we should sell the skill set and share our revenue, share our accomplishments, share what's possible. So I don't think the women that are selling right now solely based on money, I don't think that's their issue. I don't think that's a problem. I think the problem is a lot of them are positioning making that much money being because of their level of, and they may not call it this, but perfection, right? Their marketing sounds a lot like the reason you're not where you want to be is you haven't done the work that I have. You haven't invested what I have. You still have these thoughts. Have you seen posts like that? The reason you're stuck where you're stuck is because you have all these thoughts. You have all these worries. You have all these fears. As if they don't. And I will tell you, they do. I will tell you, they do. <laughs> and I mean it because I do. I mean, I read, the po- I read posts from other women at seven figures 
and they're calling out, you know, your issue is you have these fears, you have these thoughts, you struggle with this, you question yourself. And it's like, really? Because I do those things and I make seven figures and I'm very happy. Like we all do. And then behind the scenes, it's like, then they confess it. But in their, it's like they wait for that moment where they feel so confident and so on top of the world. They just had a big win and they only share from that place. And that's like, that's why this podcast is called what it is. I want to normalize millions. I don't, I don't mean that I want more people to normalize millions in their life by being perfect. It's like, no, I want you to realize that you can make millions being so freaking normal and having normal struggles and having normal fears and having normal thoughts. And so what I'm getting to is I think that's the issue is people are struggling to get to the million or even to six figures or wherever they want to get because they're seeing this content that's telling them the reason that they're not is because they have these thoughts that you still will have when you're there. And so you're struggling to believe it's possible because you can't see how possible it is to get rid of these thoughts and these fears and these things because it's not like it's normal. So, and then I think that they sign clients and the clients keep seeing this content and the clients are like, what's wrong with me? You know, I, I did invest. I did go big. I am doing the work. I'm trying. And they still have the fears and they still have the thoughts and they still have the comparison and they still have the feelings. And so they're like, I guess this isn't meant for me because I did everything right and I'm still here. That's the issue. I think that is disempowered marketing because I think it's disempowering others. And I think that it's not the full truth. <laughs> I think like b- being in your power, like I, I want you to be in your power. I want to be in my power. I stand for being in your power. But I just think it's being like talked about wrong. Like it's just not, people aren't talking about it like what it really is. They're just not. <laughs> because it's not being in your power 24-7. It's not. And nobody is. I promise you that. So... I think we need to normalize millions. (laughs) I think we need to realize that you can make millions being normal. I think that everybody should be clear on the process that they take clients through. Everyone should be clear on the skill sets that they bring to the table and they share with their clients, whether you're teaching your clients those skill sets or whether you're using those skill sets for your clients. I think we should be clear on the gap we fill. And I think we should be loud and proud about the results we offer. And so... If you're a business coach or you help people make money, I just encourage you to think about those things. And I challenge you to talk about those things more and just see how it affects how many people are reaching out to you. Um, I will tell you really quick, and then I have I have the, 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 the challenge, the homework for anybody who's not, but who is investing in, in those types of services. But I will tell you guys, when I talk about my mastermind or my private coaching, I get lazy with it sometimes. This is just the God's honest truth. And so I just talk about money. Like, this is for you. If you're here, you want to make 50 to 100K months. You want to cross the million. I get so, I hardly ever make sales marketing like that. I do that. You see me do that. But I, like, that's when I'm being lazy. And sometimes it works. But usually what happens is I have a moment where I'm like, why is this not working? Why am I getting no traction? And then I realize, oh, A, you're being lazy, (laughs) not intentional, because you know that you can kind of get away with it because of where you're at in business and, and the financial, the, the money that you have and, and the safety net and whatever. B, you people are not clear on what you're even talking about on these calls. 
But when I share behind the scenes of my Voxer conversations, what we talk about on the phone, the things that I help clients master, the things that we're doing that actually create the money, sign high ticket clients so much easier and faster. And a lot of the time, it's like when I have that realization, it suddenly just starts working. It's like, oh, that's all people, that's all people wanted. That's what they were missing. They're like, I want to do it. Like, I, I want those results. I want to do it. I love her. I resonate. But I don't quite get what we're going to do. And that's scary to invest in. So business coaches, money coaches, mindset coaches, marketing coaches, whatever the heck, think about this. And those of you, whether you're a business coach or not, but you invest in business coaching, I also want you to think about this. And I want you to pay attention to what you're investing in. And I want you to take your power back. And I want you to invest this year in programs that are offering real skill set. And you understand what those skill sets are and look for that when you invest. And honestly, if you need to ask the coach, it, I, I probably wouldn't even bother. I probably wouldn't even bother. I would wait for the program that actually is marketing them because that's the person who's truly teaching them. That's the first thing. Um, And I also really want to invite you to just pay attention to the content you're consuming. I want to ask, I want you to ask yourself when you read a post from a, from a coach over the next week, this is how you can clean up your Instagram, like and your Facebook. Does this person's content make me feel farther away from what I want or closer to what I want? And anybody whose content makes you feel farther away from what you want I would say unfollow (laughs) and anybody's content who makes you feel closer to what you want. I want you to lean in. And and I'm a big proponent of investing in getting in people's energy. And a lot of where I stand, it's like, I'm not completely against those who believe in, you know, what I'm kind of saying to do differently. It's like, I actually agree with what they're saying, but I also think there's a nuance there. And I think there's another layer to it. And I think there's like more to it. So yeah, just pay attention to how their content makes you feel because that's probably how their coaching and their programs are going to make you feel. Invest in those people. That's probably where you're going to find your soulmate coach. So regardless, I hope this helps you. If you're not already, follow me on Instagram at underscore the Taylor Lee. I have a feeling my content will make you feel closer to what you desire than ever, <laughs> than anything else. And... Send me a DM if you liked this and bonus points if you share it to your stories and tag me. Cool? Cool. I'll talk to you guys in next week's episode. Bye guys. Bye.